little bit ago before we started recording, there was people arguing either somewhere else in my building or nearby. Was it a domestic dispute? It seemed like that, yes. Angry husband, the steak was burned, or was it like, we used to do this and now we never do anymore? It was this breakfast is sorry, I think. <laughs> If we're going to talk about that, we're recording. The Breakfast of Sorry, yeah. that's from a movie that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure I've seen it. It's uh, called Mad Dog it? and Glory. It's a good movie. Okay. In which Robert De Niro has this neighbor who is has an abusive husband. And he hears her say, I'm sorry. And he says, this breakfast is sorry. And then he yeah. hears like a slap. And so he tells his friend who's a cop. And his cop like pistol whips the guy. He has these friends. And one of them is Bill Murray, who is a mobster. But he also knows this angry cop. Bill Murray plays a mobster? Yeah, he's an intimidating mobster. Basically, like Robert De Niro saves this guy's life. And the guy says, since you saved my life, there's this, I want to say she's like a prostitute and she like works for me. She's going to come live with you as a favor to you. It was in the 80s in it's, New York? Yeah, it was the 80s. And this would have been Uma Thurman. You know, it was a prostitute for sure. <laughs> Is it a movie? Right. Oh, definitely yeah. a prostitute. Like, you want to start a podcast? Yeah, man, let's start it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Every Damn Thing, a podcast where we rank everything. I'm Jake. And I'm Phil, and we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode, we take one or more items and tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to everydamthing.net. You can find a link in the show notes. So, we've known each other since childhood. Long ago, while playing racquetball in a court that's open to absolutely every member of society, we found an enchanted feather. If I recall correctly, the enchanted feather had fallen from a talking goose. Yeah, the goose was living in the mouth of a giant statue of a lion that had come to life. Anyways, this goose presented to us a weathered scroll, a list of every damn thing that ever has or ever will exist, ranked from best to worst. Immediately after seeing the list, we committed it to memory, but we felt a strange sense of ennui. Or existential dread. That created an awkward silence, causing the goose to lose interest in us and leave, taking the scroll with it. Sadly, the strange sense of ennui... Or existential dread. ...sapped our memory, pushing the knowledge of the list deep into our subconscious minds. We can now only access the list bits at a time through an extremely scientific process that resembles shooting the shit. Through this process, podcasted for your entertainment and edification, we'll gradually uncover the list of every damn thing. The list currently has 26 items. At the top is the uh, singer, songwriter, musician, Prince, and at the bottom is QAnon, the, the conspiracy theory. That the phenomenon. The It's an social. idea that fucking crazy people think yeah in the middle we have the concept of lightning rounds so things that happen very fast and then we also have generation ships which are like a science fiction concept about people living on a spaceship for many generations yeah so that gives you the listener idea of the 26 things on the list and what it looks like so phil today we're gonna rank another three things yeah man i'm ready to rank those things we're gonna do the first one which is roughly in order of how they've been received from a listener submission and then you and i are each gonna bring our own uh, either from listener submissions or something we thought up i'm gonna bring a listener yeah, yeah. submission from that works, elsewhere man. in the hopper so do you want to do um, the listener submission from the top of the list first? Yeah, this is the one that's not a surprise to you that you already know yep. ahead of time. Uh, yes, I do. Okay. This one is Donald Duck. Yep. Donald Duck, the uh, cartoon character. He's a walking, talking duck. Submitted by the, uh, uh, Nick Galley. Yeah, he has a, a funny voice. He lives in Burbank. Sometimes Burbank, sometimes Duckburg. He has three nephews. He has a car with white tires that he drives around in. He has an uncle who is really rich. Right, who's um, of Scottish descent. Yeah, which means Donald probably has Scottish family. He has a, a cousin who's a goose who's extremely lucky. And he has a girlfriend, also a duck, uh, with the same last name but with no relation. In an early cartoon, which Jake and I have both seen, he has a he lives out on a pier and he has a best friend who's a pig, but you never his pig friend never shows up again. I don't know again. this guy. Peter Pig. You know, oh, yeah, I do know that guy. Uh, speaking of geese, you notice that in the story we told at the intro, um, there was a feather that we had found from the goose 
that just totally got lost in the story. <laughs> if you say that, then the whole story falls apart. No, I mean, the, it's not like it. the feather wasn't there. I guess the feather was just the harbinger of a goose. Anyways, uh, yeah, so Donald Duck, exactly. yeah. Sometimes reality is actually less, makes less sense than a fictional story. Fictional stories often make too much sense, I feel like. True. Like, oh, this happened and that happened in real life. This thing sort yeah. of just happened. Like, as what without... happened to us in real life, we saw a feather and then we saw a talking goose. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, makes sense. So anyway, so Donald, he has a bad temper. Oh, and Daisy herself has three nieces that live with her. Daisy's his lady friend. Daisy's his girlfriend. Yeah. Although if he doesn't act right, she'll go out with uh, his cousin, the goose. They live in Burbank. They don't like in the they old move ones. Between... They lived in Burbank. They, like in the super. If you if you look at like super old comics, yeah. they live in Burbank, and then later on it's Duckburg. He moved to Duckburg. Yeah, Burbank is where I think where the cartoon studio was. Now, so it's like Toontown. For Donald Duck Cannon, you refer to. The comics over the cartoons? I'm talking about him as a multidimensional character. Right. So it's we're talking about the Donald that you see when you're dressing up like yeah. him. We're talking like, about... Like I do. Every member of the Donaldverse. Yeah. yeah. The members of the Donaldverse are like Donald as a, a, the merch character. Right. Um, Donald is in video games, I know, but I've never played them. But um, Donald that but, exists uh, in the material world that you can see if you go to Disneyland or Disney World. Oh, yeah. And he's talking to you through a neck. Yeah. Then there's Donald in the cartoons, who started in about 1930, I think. And that was at his most popular. He was around like in the during around World War Two is when he was at his peak of popularity. He's really I really like those cartoons. If you ever watch them. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Donald in the comics. And the Donald in the comics is kind of weird because he got really big in the 50s. Like in the 50s, the Donald comics, I want to say they outsold like the you know like superman and things like that they're yeah, extremely popular they're done by this dude called carl barks who's from oregon when and like there's stuff named after him at uvo so it must be that university of oregon i should say right there must be that he had some connection to it like somehow he drew the mascot for the school that's why even though he looks just like donald like disney never does never comes down yeah, there's the some sort of like agreement between the school and disney that they can use so we're not counting the, the uvo mascot because he's technically that's, not, that's donald. not donald duck right even though he, he's legally distinct from donald even though he absolutely is donald duck so anyways the he created all these and those were very popular is in it like America, chris gaines and well he has a different Garth temperament and chris gaines? he's different he's more fun loving well yeah but chris donald gaines is. is like hipper and more like uh, less country i think let's just say he has a different name he's called puddles we're not talking about the university of oregon mascot duck because okay. he's legally distinct from donald for the record i think that he might be donald duck and you you said it yourself i think it might be There's just people, a pseudonym for donald duck i went to the school i don't want to get the school in legal trouble by saying it okay if everybody says that it's donald then it causes them trouble yeah. i know i just i don't really you're understand you're being that, very considerate a, to your alma mater yeah no you got you got to be i don't donate any money but i just don't want to get them sued so the other thing is um these were extremely popular in other countries so like in sweden in italy and other places these donald comics were extremely popular they're, they're kind of like seen as like the american version of tin tin my understanding was that the uncle scrooge comics were more popular, or maybe they're just better respected, I suppose. Yeah, than... but, but Donald's in those. So right. it's like, a lot of times they adapted these into cartoons in America later on. It was right. called the DuckTales cartoons. Okay. But the weird thing is that Donald is never in those cartoons. And right. this had something to do with Disney didn't want to have a cartoon with Donald in it. I don't really understand. For some reason, they didn't want Donald in this cartoon. Yeah. Maybe because his voice is what makes him hard so to he understand. So he's not in any DuckTales cartoons, period? He shows up. My son watched a DuckTales cartoon where Donald showed up and he was like, well, boys, you, I'm going to join the Navy now. You're going to go stay with Uncle Scrooge while I join the Navy. And there's a new DuckTales cartoon which also in which Donald is around. Okay. Like he, they, it was weird because they, they adapted. They thought he had some cachet. That they, or maybe they, they had like, a plan to use him somewhere else. 
I suspect it might be something just like, look, it's hard to understand his voice, and it's hard to have a character where you can't understand their voice. In oh, and he's a bad example. Like he throws fucking. He fits. does bad He's things. got a temper. If he's, he does bad things, yeah, all that's the time. A, that's the thing. We'll get. To, we're gonna get to okay. when we rank him. But like Donald is a bit of a jerk. He's yeah, selfish. Yeah, totally. He is lazy. Yeah. He has a very bad temper. But like and in cartoons where he appears with Mickey, he's often the the, the foil in some way. The foil. You know? He'll do the thing wrong. Yeah. Like they'll try to do he's something. He's like an Archie Bunker kind of or something. There's a good cartoon where he's trying to build a boat. He and Goofy and Mickey are all hanging out together. They're trying to build a boat. So in some continuities, he'll be like a friend of, of Mickey's. A lot of them, he's just doing his own thing. A common thing would be like he's trying to listen to a record or a radio that's giving him instructions on something or how to do something, right. but he, he can't follow it right and he loses his temper. Or like a dripping faucet is making him angry and so he punches out the whole house. Yeah. He destroys everything because he can't sleep. He's punching himself in the head. There's one where basically he has a bad temper and Daisy's going to break up with him. And he's trying to hold it together. And he, I think he might have like hypnotized himself or he had some record that hypnotized him, you know, and how to like act right and not lose her temper. But then it, it becomes too much. It's more than he can endure. And he reaches a boiling point and he just goes nuts, man. He's like punching out the windows in Daisy's house. Yeah. He turns into an airplane and is like strafing her house. She, he's throwing all of her china plates down. He just can't handle it. And it's like, man, I, I kind of understand where he's coming from. Like, I've been angry before. Yeah. Everyone who's been angry can understand it. He's relatable in a way that Mickey isn't, right? Donald has a real character, whereas Mickey doesn't. Goofy has a real character, but you, you don't see yourself in Goofy. Right, you know or, I mean? or Mickey. I mean, Some Mickey has might. a character, but his character is like, extremely vanilla. Yeah, he can't. Mickey's Captain America and Donald Duck's Wolverine or something like that. Yeah, he's more of an anti-hero. There's one where Donald is a kid and he's going off to school and he has an angel and a devil on his shoulder. Yeah, and the angel's like, "Don't do this, don't." And and the devil just like he like binds and gags the angel, and it's like, "You don't need to listen to this guy. He's a loser. He's a bum." He, I know, during the war he was in these like propaganda films and also like stuff. There's teaching. some marks against him in terms of like the titles of some of the and the depictions. You're of, thinking of Bugs of Bunny, the, I think. Oh, maybe I am. So that doesn't happen with Donald. Donald doesn't ever battle in the Pacific. As far as I know, like Popeye and Bugs Bunny, yes, bugs and Superman even. Right. There's some stuff that's objectionable, but Donald got involved with like he had a nightmare where he was living in Nazi Germany and he wasn't free. Oh and yeah. They had him working an armament plant, like putting swastikas on bombs and like having to read Mein Kampf all the time. Like there's some pretty crazy imagery in it. He worked for the U.S. government as an actor in the in the 1940s, didn't he? Yeah, totally. Like it was like you know how Jessica Rabbit was yeah. like. Oh, and he also uh, worked for the U.S. Like, government in the 1950s, making friends with our southern neighbors. Oh yeah, he made this movie called, uh, and they made a new version of that. My Good son day. was watching it on TV. It's about the he Good has Neighbor these Policy. One is a uh, there's like a rooster from Mexico and a, a parrot from of some like, kind from Brazil. Yeah. In the Ducktales cartoon, he goes down to they go down to some, to like. I don't know, somewhere in Latin America where his buddies are and they have a special handshake and a dance they do. And he's like, yeah, we're the, th we're the Trace Amigos. Like, yeah. we like to party. This is what we do. You know, it's it was it was cool. So I'm talking a lot about Donald Lore. I kind of got lost. Right. I love Donald. Donald Lore is great. I think he's a fantastic character. I more or less like learn how to read from reading Donald, old Donald Duck comics and reprints that my uncle gave me. He had like this big book and uh, I still have it, you know. Right. And so like, I just have a lot of positive feelings about the character. Oh, there are some negative things about some of the old Donalds from like, uh, let's say the 50s. There's some objectionable imagery in them because they'll travel around the world. So they'll gotcha. be like, we went to Aboriginal Australia 
and there's a drawing of somebody who's a native there. Okay. And it's it's racist caricatures. Yeah, racist yeah. caricatures. Yeah, which is sad. Which will, but like, which, it's hard to find any cartoon or comic character that goes back. Yeah, to but I don't want to excuse it. And true, I got, true. Yeah, I had yeah. to. I couldn't not say it. You know, that's what definitely saying? a mark against him. It's something like has to. You know, it had to be mentioned. Like it's pretty upsetting. You know. Yeah. If we're looking at Donald Duck as a character, right? Like that's part of it. That he's in these stories that, with this imagery. What's also weird is. Donald isn't exactly a, really a duck. He doesn't live a life like a duck lives. Right. He wears a shirt and no pants. Yeah, but I don't wear pants half the time, you know. And and he's driving a car. Does Mickey wear pants? Yeah, I think Mickey wears pants but no shirt. Oh. Donald can't swim especially well. That's not a good duck quality. Yeah, he can't fly. Speaking of this classification, do you know this thing about uh, Hello Kitty? Hello Kitty has a pet cat. Hello Kitty is not a cat. She's a little girl. Yeah, because she has a cat. Yeah, that's official. You know what makes sense? Is that Hello Kitty is a little girl that is depicted as a cat, but she's a little girl. She's not a cat. Anyways, that's kind of what Donald is. But Donald's a duck. His last name's Duck. But like, he doesn't live a life of a duck. Like, he has a mundane existence. Yeah. He lives in a house. He has a car. Yeah. He joined the army. He speaks English. Also, like, none of his friends are ducks everyone he meets are these weird except for his immediate family they have like weird noses like weird flat uh, dog noses like disney people that aren't like goofy like, really what, like what's, what's goofy goofy's a, a dog right or is kind of like him yeah they, there's all the people in their town look kind of like that yeah. donald isn't exactly like he's not written like he never says like oh i i have five brothers and sisters and we're all we're ducklings together we were all born at the same time because we came out of the same egg i guess his nephews are the same age yeah but, you know, ducklings have individual eggs. They don't come out of the same there? egg. Oh, out of the same nest at the okay. same time, right? I just, there's stuff about him where it, it doesn't really make sense that he's a duck at all. Like, given the stories that he finds himself in. He travels the world, he has adventures. It's never like, I'm trying to eat little bugs down at the water. Yeah. Or, like, it, 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 he says quack sometimes when he's surprised. It's just weird that he's a t- duck. He talks kind of like a duck would talk if a duck could speak English. I guess I just think about it because I, I was reading the comics as a kid. So, you know, you don't think yeah. about his voice. But, yeah, he does kind of talk like a duck. And ducks get mad, I guess. But anyways, uh, Donald would also... There's, like, gifts you can find of him. So if you have money, you could send a pic of Donald counting money walking down the street and he's happy with himself because he has money. Right. If it's money-related, why would you do a Donald Duck gif rather than a Uncle Scrooge diving in? Because Donald is, like... He's a funnier character. He True. just is, it's man. True. He's animated because he was done in, like, real... It's real animation. All, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, the Scrooge animation that they have is like from the 80s it's made for TV it's kind of junky like it's okay it looks like gummy bears or something like that but <laughs> right. Donald is good man yeah. like it's done in like the 40s it's done like they're actually putting some draftsmanship into it yeah. I'm a big fan of Donald Duck he's my favorite of the Disney characters he's probably I like him more than any of the Warner Brothers characters too that's interesting yeah. so I definitely agree with you about the Disney characters although to me that I know you like Tinkerbell come on she's okay um, what's well, like how I like Jessica Rabbit we know about you, yeah, you know? Tinkerbell's a little bit Small for my taste. Doesn't she grow to human size ever or something? Or you could shrink that and be a fairy with her? Yeah, maybe I could. I hadn't thought yeah. about that. Yeah. Anyways, Donald Duck. Let's get to ranking him if, if right. you want. But I think I might have said everything I know about Donald So I got an issue with Donald Duck. Not only is he a bad example. But Wait a minute. He's maybe too flawed in my opinion. Uh-uh. You think that a depiction of negative behavior is an endorsement of that behavior? No, I do man. to a degree. He's- so when I was a kid, there's a kid in my neighborhood named Martin. Martin Lang. He came up with something. It was maybe some sort of a, a fuse from an electrical, something from the inside of a VCR, you know, or stereo or something like that. Uh-huh. And he was showing it to us. And he was like, look, this is a nuclear bomb. If I drop it, it's going to explode. I slapped it out of his hand. And I was like, look, it didn't explode. It's fucking non-nuclear bomb. And he chased after me, jumped on top of me, got on my back. I, I'm, like, I'm like eight years old. 
and started slamming my head on the concrete from my back. Grab my hair and slam my head on the concrete. I ended up having like a cartoonish bump on my head. That's Donald Duck behavior, man. Yeah. So okay. Donald but Donald Duck is Martin. Donald Lang. Duck didn't cause that behavior. No, but when I think of somebody throwing a fit like that, turning into Donald like, does like that if, stuff if Martin to show Lang you could have turned into an airplane and strafed me, he would have. <laughs> but Donald does these things to show, like for kids, when they see that, they're like, "Oh, that's how I don't want to be." Just like when I would read a Wolverine comic book when I was a kid, I'm like, oh, it's not cool to be a loner and right. a rebel. Right, so Donald Duck is an example of somebody who you don't want to be. Yeah, but you, it's a, he's a good example of that guy. Of a bad guy. He's also lazy. He always tries to find the easy way to do something. He'll never, like, he and his, and his nephews are lost in the woods, and they're like, oh, it's time to make a canoe. And he's like, oh, the easiest way is just do it like this. And, of course, it falls apart, right? But, like, yeah, it's negative, but it's it's like that's the point. Yeah, Jessica Rabbit isn't who you want to pattern yourself after either right she's got some negative qualities too so jessica rabbit who by the way listener is ranked at number seven on our list of 26 uh so she's relatively high i don't know if she has any terrible qualities she's loyal to her husband i mean her worst quality is like she looks sexy like well she's drawn that way yeah she's drawn that way she's not yeah exactly so the thing about donald is he angry character is a good idea like I'm, i'm not saying that like yeah, if Donald's your next door neighbor, if Donald's a kid who acts like Donald, that's not good. I'm saying yeah. Donald as a concept. He's an angry duck. It's about like the value of having this strong character, not that like, do you want to live next door to him or are you going to hang out with him? Right. He's perfect for what he is. He's perfect for what he's he is, but what he is is he's not an everyman. He's a bad man. He's like a good comparison to me is he's not bad, but like he's got really a lot of really negative qualities and those have to be taken into consideration. Um, a good comparison to me is who I mentioned before, Archie Bunker. Archie Bunker's great as a concept, a great character, but he's a fucking dick. Donald's not know? racist, man. Even though he does no appear in that. Those. There's no evidence of that. There well there is. He has a friend who is his name is Bop Bop. And he is an African-American man, okay. but he's also, I think he's kind of like a dog creature too, okay. though. He's playing a trumpet and driving around on a motor scooter, and he knows all about zombies. Oh, that's kind of, now that I think about it, that's kind of problematic. Yeah, it is. Uh, They're like, oh, there's Bop-Bop. He knows all about yeah. zombies. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's his, a zombie jazz guy. It is kind of messed up, yeah. I buy that Donald isn't racist, but he behaves badly, and I think that we have to take... What are you talking about, man? A character isn't bad because it behaves badly. Yeah, how do you, because like, they're not real people. It's a fictional character, man. It's like... Imagine a world in which Hank Williams Sr. was a fictional character. It didn't exist, but it just existed as an idea. You would still judge his behavior when judging him, you know? Wait a minute. I think that... The, Nobody the, suffers. That the traits... If Hank punches you out in a bar fight, right. you to suffer. Me, Hank might as... Donald's never punched someone out in a bar fight. Nobody has really suffered because of Donald. He's real terrorized those little ducklings. He, do you know that those ducklings, when they first showed up, they rolled around his house on little tricycles yeah. and playing croquet, yeah. hitting everything they could. They terrorize. They mess with him every chance children. they get. He's an, he's and, an and they're not even his kids. They're his. I mean, he has a from my perspective, sister. Hank Senior might as well almost be a fictional character. You know, I've never met him. I've never met anybody that's met him. So I don't see. Right. Well, Donald taught me how to read. I mean, Hank taught me how to cry. That's true. Yeah. I, I want to say I'm looking at the towards the top of the list. You, you're going to have to tell me what did Prince do that Donald Duck didn't do? Well, on the same token that you're saying about fictional characters, non-fictional characters, Prince did things in the world like he helped people, real people with their career. He created oh, things like point. he wrote. Yeah, Prince is Donald can't create anything. Yeah. He's just like if, if you want to put somebody that as high as Prince, I would say, let's talk Carl Barks, you know. Uh, but I wouldn't put him that high either because I'm not as amused by Carl Barks as I am by Prince. So, 
and it's collaborative too so it's not like he did it alone he was one creator there's an Italian dude that made a lot no, of no like I'm not against hmm. putting Donald Duck high I actually like him for all the reasons that you like him he, he never taught me how to read I might have been laying it on a little thick I mean he, he, he may have helped me control my anger I honestly he, think he there's should. a degree to which Donald if a kid doesn't watch the end of the cartoon, which he may not, he might not learn to have a good behavior. Do you think behavior. the depiction is endorsement? Is it Archie degree, Bunker? Especially like, is it a, is it the problem? Archie Bunker's not intended to, to make you want to be like Archie yeah, Bunker. But Archie, You're supposed but to watch Archie it. Bunker did have the effect of justifying a lot of people's bigotry. They forget the part where he learns a lesson at the end. He learns not to be a bigot at the end. And just remember the part where he says stuff that these guys like to say. Then it's like the only fictional characters you're going to end up are, are like you're like Jesus or... Or Mickey Mouse. You're, you're right. That's a good point. The best characters are flawed. But yeah. I, th- I feel like Donald is especially He's kind of all flawed. flawed. Especially flawed. It's mostly bad behavior. Yeah, he took the angel and just got rid of him. Yeah. He just does the ba- the wrong thing. And I'm going to judge fictional characters. Like, I'm, I'm going to judge them as ideas, but I'm also going to judge them on their traits. I don't know, man. I, I don't think that's fair. I, I really don't think that's okay, right. Okay, so let's... These aren't crimes that he's done. He didn't punch out Daisy's window. He, it was a... Well, he, he didn't? Was, well, he did, but it wasn't... It's an imaginary story, dude. It's a hoax. It's a dream. <laughs> okay. So, like, I'm trying to think of, like, a character who is more evil, I suppose, than, than Donald. More oh, flawed. Like, uh, Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Darth Vader killed a bunch of people. And... Is he awful? Should he go at the bottom of the list? Is he no, a, a he murderer? No, he shouldn't, because he's especially cool, and so you're right. It's a good... He's a character, so you're it's right. like he... You, you can't... Maybe it's because Donald is, like, has a good and the bad in him that like I guess I judge him by a higher standard he's capable of great things he just rarely does unless he's really challenged and it's that's why he's conflicted he's a just like Hank Williams senior he's uh, he contains multitudes he's a tragic figure in a lot of ways right yeah. he has real pain in him he never succeeds he's never happy so, so I, I'll tell you where I'm looking with this yeah. list I want to put him above Prince I don't think I can buy but that I, because Prince. I know that you're not gonna I know that you wouldn't go along with that but I'm just telling you that's where I want him I'd put him below Prince. Okay. I think around there is fine. I don't think above Prince is good because... Because you like Raspberry Beret so much. That and a lot of other things. Is it just because Prince died recently? No, and no, I might have... And Donald's never going to die because Donald's an immortal... Be like, I'm tempted to... Property. I mean, if Prince had personality flaws that we know of that were equivalent to Hank Sr.'s, then I would be fine with putting Donald... Oh, Donald but because Bunkins. we don't know... There's probably stuff Prince got up to that we'll never know about, so... I know a lot of good things Prince... Like, the worst flaw that Prince has is, I think, is he did do things like... This is maybe more uh, anecdotal and maybe not real, but where, like, he would... He would have rules where you don't look him in the eye if he comes by. Oh, I see. Would you do that? I wouldn't do that, but, but being in that position, like, there must be a weird fucking psychological yeah, thing there's stuff going on that like you're trying to get up to perform exactly and, like that's and there's people looking at you in the eye or something I, the closest thing that i can think of to it is when i see somebody in like a sort of a social situation and i'm not sure if i've met them before and they look at me in a way which makes me think maybe i met them before but i can't remember them and i get nervous and if that happened right before i was going to go perform to fucking fifty thousand people yeah yeah i get it you, you got some sympathy um, i understand we're all flawed right yeah. we're all human beings Prince, Hank Williams Sr., Donald's not. But Donald has flaws too, right? He's not human, but he but his flaws are created. They're created for storytelling purposes or for, you know, I mean, for character purposes. I think he endorses, like, bad behavior, like throwing fits. Just as you have formative or early memories of him teaching how to read, I have memories of him reminding me of all the bad kids who did terrible fucking things who like who showed that kind of yeah. behavior and the thing, here's the thing about Donald is he does it oh, a lot of those it. kids weren't wearing pants yeah, exactly yeah. and a lot of them uh, had speech impediments 
<laughs> but Donald Duck does this stuff over and over again. That's the thing is that every oh, he never single learns his cartoon, lesson. he does it again, you know? That's what we're all doing, man. We're all just trying to but triumph not, but, over But our, not, as, our... not as bad as him. Like, we would at least learn a gradually, eventually. But you'd think in the next That's cartoon he would act better, but he doesn't. You want continuity. It's not like... I do want continuity. I do want... When he learns when not to be When the nephew's hit him with a frying pan and it changes bad. the way his head is shaped, you want the next cartoon you see, he still has his head injury from when his nephews hit him? No. Or Daisy taught him a lesson about how to act right, and then the next episode he's acting polite and nice? No, you want him to be back to the same. You want the illusion of change. All right, so let's rank him. Let's put I'm Ma- fine Donald Duck in number, number two. two. Okay. Perfect. Sorry, that was... The stakes were really high in this case. Yeah, man, I'm exhausted from that. Yeah. I'm going to bring the next thing to rank. Actually, we'll take a break first. Ready? All right, yeah. Okay. Okay, so I brought something from the hopper of submissions, and this is uh, submitted by Andy Grinelli, our good buddy down in Santa Cruz, and he submitted onions. I love them. I can't eat anything without them. You can I might eat be allergic. It's weird. I, if I eat them raw, sometimes my stomach gets hurt. I like it when you cry. When they you, cause gas. You like it when you cry? Well, it's something. It's a cool thing about them. You it is I mean? a novelty. You know what? I have to admit this. I do like it when I cry from onions. Because it's funny. It's kind of a fun thing that it's happens. Funny. It's a weird. My wife is like, oh, you should cut those underwater. I said, come on. This is half the fun. Like you, People ask you a question. You're like, look at me. Can't you see I'm cutting these things? You know? Yeah. I feel like cutting them yeah. underwater is not taking the risk. You got to feel the rush. You got to take the risk. So, they give us the analogy of like peeling things like an onion, oh, which yeah, is cool. onion skin. Um, Let's peel back the onion a little bit on that, what you just said. Yeah, exactly. Every layer you peel back reveals more another layer underneath it of more onion brown onions yellow onions red onions do you have a favorite so white onions i actually don't have a favorite i don't want to say square onions <laughs> vidalia onions you know our our friend jason man he's told me once he said i was like hey um let's you want one of these vidalia onions he said phil a vidalia onion is so sweet you can eat it like an apple oh. that's just a sweet onion if it doesn't come from vidalia georgia it's not really a Vidalia onion, is it? It's just a sweet onion that you have in your hand. Oh, I was sitting there like holding that. So you can get a sweet onion, but a Vidalia onion you could eat like an apple. I don't think I have oh, a favorite onion. Little pickle cocktail onions. Those are good. That's just pearl think. pearl onions. I think they call those. Those are those now are think quite about. Good. When you get tacos at the taqueria, do you get onions all on top? Because I do. If I have a choice to, yeah, I put onions on it. Oh, you don't eat meat, but when you get a veggie burger, do you put raw onions or grilled uh, onions? If I have a choice, I put onions on it always and caramelized onions. I would probably would pick over anything else. Yeah, Although, man. I dude, I will take a bite of onion raw. I'm fucking fine with that. I really like onions. I'll do it, man. I'll eat a green onion from fucking top to bottom. I don't uh, care. Green onions, do those count? When we say onions, do we I think count so, green yeah. onions? Because they're pretty those different. Count. Shallots are like borderline, but yeah. I, th- I think green onions count. Onions make you What's smell What's the other word bad. for green onions? Sh- uh, scallions. Scallions, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild scallions. So uh, onions have been around for a really long time. They've been part of... Uh, part of the diet? Well, they've been part oh, of world You can't live off them. Um, no. You, they don't have a whole lot of um, nutritional value. It's just flavor. But they do have like things in them that oh. they will help against osteoporosis, certain types of cancer, cataracts cardiovascular disease i gotta say i really like onions you can make food without onions in it but like onions make everything better if you, recipes without onions are never gonna be any good yeah there's certain things especially the attitude they're good onion rings are great i can't eat them because they oh, destroy my stomach i didn't even think about if those. i just have one do you know what what an onion ring loaf is whoa <laughs> i don't want to know have you ever seen that on a menu no it sounds like something from the it's, south yeah do you put whipped cream on top of it no the onion ring loaf you imagine it's just Basically, you have a box of frozen onion rings. I'm sure this is how it came to be. And you just dip the whole thing in the fry basket at once. Densely packed. I want to say it's like Tony Roma's or something like that. I know I've had 
I'm going to ring loaf at one time in my life, and I was just blown away by it. It was because it's you, you slice into it. There's something also that apparently made it around the world before the um, Colombian... Like there are onions in Mesoamerica. Yeah, when Europeans, Europeans brought onions to the Americas to plant and discovered uh-huh. that they were already here. Were they brought there by, uh, they by humans? They must have traveled with humans, I would think. Well, or not all plants do so that, ancient. but like that type of plant, I think, has to. There's these ma- sweet, sweet Miaui, sweet, sorry, sweet Maui Ma- onion chips. And so maybe they oh, maybe yeah. they even made it to like the Pacific Islands and whatnot, which would mean... It also, I mean, they could have brought onions there because potatoes yeah. aren't from Hawaii. They're not the only plant that traveled to the Americas. Oh, sweet Maui previous. onions are good. Too. Onions good. are good. You want to rank them? Yeah, let's get into okay, it, so man. The only other food, there's Oreos. There's Well, there's sardines, coffee. which are an animal and also a food. I like them more than that. Onions are so essential to so many different cuisines. I'm looking at coffee, which is at number 11. I'm looking at like... Sardines? Below air. <laughs> okay. Wow. Like okay. They're at number four. And maybe even above. I almost think onions should be number one. I don't think onions should be number one. I'm sorry. Jake, imagine if you didn't have any onions in your food ever. I, There's onions in things you don't know there are onions in. I think I'd be fine without onions. Onions, Ooh. they're toxic to dogs. I got a cousin who's allergic to onions, and she and she can't eat anything. Yeah, that's that's like, a really good point. Certain people, I have friends and people that you know, too, who simply cannot eat onions. She says, oh, are there onions in this? Take it back. She lives a hard life, Jake. Yeah. But... She could live a life with no Prince or Donald Duck, you know what I'm saying, and that and that would be a lot mm. easier for her. She, she her, could the life that she has to live, where she avoids and doesn't eat onions. Yeah. And it's like uh, the things that, that the ways that that limits her. Everything you buy has onions in it, man. So that Every makes onions bad. Onions. For her, onions are bad. They limit her. No, it, it. I'm saying that the life that you have to live with no onions in it is is a hard life. Yeah, but it's the existence of onions. It's like oppressing her. Knowing about onions, imagine like you lived in a world. No humans have to do it because there are onions, like you said, in the new world and the old world. You have to go to pretty remote places to think about people that don't have any onions. Yeah, but I know a lot of people who like simply can't or won't eat onions. They're they're terrible. Are they faking it? Because I often thought my cousin was faking it. Is there a food that you can't or won't eat? Mayonnaise. I eat it, man. Like... I don't, I like to go light on it. You know, I don't like to have a lot of it on there. It's like, it's kind of gross. I like, I eat a lot of things that are gross though. Like, you know, that fish cake that comes in the, in the yeah, ramen. Yeah, I know that. I eat that. That's pretty gross, you know? So, uh, if I, yeah. I know some people that simply, that really fucking hate onions and they're friends of mine. I get it. You're and, allergic or something. And also I, like they could kill a dog, you know? Oh, I didn't think about that. Donald Duck never killed a dog. True. Hank Williams Sr. may have though. Hank might've killed a dog. Hank Jr. might've too. I really doubt Prince did. <laughs> I, Jessica Rabbit, I think she might have hit one of those weasels on the head with like a rolling pin or something like that. Yeah. So those weasels are dogs. So she probably tried to do we attempted murder on a dog. Dogs. You're a They're not? Confused now. Oh, yeah, you're right. Now. You're right. You're pretty, you're feeling pretty strongly about onions. I really do like them. I just, the fact that like they can kill dogs and there's so many people that onions will ruin a meal for them. I feel like that we. I don't care about those people. I'm not one of those people. Do you do care about those people though? Are you going to reveal yeah. that like it, it's my mother you're talking <laughs> yeah. about? Or it's. I understand, man. But like their their value well i guess we got they're not here to talk about it and say how their life actually is okay even without these onions in it but like what they bring to things now i feel bad they what if they listen to this then they say my life is meaningless because i can't eat onions yeah exactly i guess there's people who don't like prince songs they hear prince on the radio they say turn that junk down i don't want to hear that stuff not today yeah they're wrong people say is that a donald duck cartoon turn it off wrong as well and same with hank let's get some goofy i think that onions cannot go above 
Hank Sr. Okay, but they could go below Hank Sr. I think that they could. That would be the new number four on our list. They're better than air, which you need to breathe. Well, you know what? They should. You know what? They should go below air because the the same people that can't eat onions need air. So I think that if we, if we put onions at number five, I'm comfortable with that. All right. Okay. Onions are great. That's true. Let's take a break and then we'll uh, come back. Okay, we're back. What do you got? I got rye bread. I love you rye bread. You brought this one yourself, but this isn't an entry, is it? Yeah, it's from Nick from G. From Nick G. Okay. The, Nick G really does the ones that are aimed right at your heart there. I think he's trying to shoot for the top. He knows that I'm one of the voices in the room and he yeah. knows that these are things I really like, I think. Yeah. And he said, let's shoot for the top. Let's think, get things that Phil really likes, you know? Uh, Jessica Rabbit eating rye bread toast. Uh, no, Jessica know. Rabbit came from Dad. Oh, well, he knows too. People know me. So they know the kind this of is our first I, episode where we have two submissions from one person because Nick also submitted Donald Duck. Oh, uh, well, well, that's fine. cool. Good for him uh, for if, submitting. If, if it's yeah, my favorite smell in the world is toasted rye bread. I love it. Okay, it's probably the best smell there is. Okay, uh, I understand that taste is subjective. Different people like different things. I've always liked rye bread. I, I don't know if you know this. I got some uh, Semitic heritage. Yeah, yeah. Ashkenazi Jews and whatnot in my ancestral line. I, I grew up not really around that kind of stuff. Okay, um, yeah. My mom took me to the store once. My mom, her, my mom is not uh, is not Jewish right. at all, right? Took me to the store when I was a little kid, and she said that I grabbed onto that rye bread and I smelled it, and I was looked at her like, "I want this, mom. I want this." You know, and so she that's got caraway, it for me. right? That's what made that, I was probably smell. smelling. If I if I have to think back to like what they sold at the store, and because I'm I'm from rural Northern California, where it's like when I was a little kid, they didn't have bagels. I remember having to explain what a bagel was to my classmates. They're like, "Why did it have a hole? Why would you put a hole in bread?" That's but the most ridiculous donut? thing I ever heard. Oh, you mean like a, I'm like, no, man, it's bread. It's good. It's weird to think about. I mean, that makes me seem really old when I'm saying that stuff, but it wasn't it's, even yeah, that no, long ago. It's true. Uh, yeah. Outside of certain cities, mainly on the East Coast, I would say. But nowadays, you could be like in an isolated place, and you have the internet, and you're watching. You know about things more. I think. I think true. nowadays that stuff. And ba- like, are bagels are like everywhere i think like any not just bagels but whatever the equivalent of if a food that's readily available in urban places quinoa. yeah exactly you would know what quinoa is because you'd be watching a sitcom and they'd be talking about quinoa yeah. so um, marbled rye bread that's pretty good i'm a big yeah. fan of rye oh, bread too God. like i'm a vegetarian but i'm a very big fan of reuben sandwiches yeah anywhere well, that i see that. a veggie reuben like with some fake meat or with tofu it's the rye bread that makes it the other stuff is like is negotiable. sauerkraut makes it too i'm a sauerkraut fan as well oh yeah Those oh yeah me too. i like sauerkraut Okay, I like it with a little bit of cream cheese on it toasted. I like it like making a put a tuna sandwich on rye yeah. bread and yeah. let it sit so the bread so, gets a tiny bit soggy. Would you, I like rye bread with caraway seeds, but I also like it, you know, I'll be honest with you, I like it without it too. There's a dill rye, which you can get at the store. It's a very middle, you can get it everywhere in the country. Okay. You know what I mean, uh, it's just like a, uh, a dill rye. Yeah. It's nice, it's light. That sounds good too. Oh man, I just love it, man. Rye chips, I, I guess, are just like... That's the best part of the Gardettos. Yeah. The, you can, uh, one, one problem... Well, this isn't about the bread, but I like bourbon more than rye whiskey. I don't really understand rye whiskey, like why people yeah, like it. It's got nothing to do with the bread. It's good. It's got a little spiciness to it, you know? I prefer bourbon. I don't know. It's just like, I'm a simple yeah, man. You like I have the simple sweet taste. stuff. You I'm, prefer yeah. maple syrup to molasses. Oh, no. I prefer molasses okay. to maple syrup. Yeah. So, I put molasses on my pancake. Is rye bread the best kind of bread, in your opinion? Yes. It's, R- I'll be point, honest not, with you. Not it's not as versatile because you can't make French toast with rye bread. True. You can make French toast with most breads that aren't rye. But with rye, you can make it, but it wouldn't be very good. Rye bread pudding wouldn't be very good. You can't make a peanut butter jelly sandwich with rye bread. So maybe it's not the it best be bread gross. because it's not it's not versatile. Yeah, but the thing is that, that it reaches higher heights than the other breads do. I don't know the food word for why you can't do those things with rye bread. It, it's just wrong. You just can't. It's a complimentary. 
there's a lot of things that it's not complementary with. Yeah, but. it's not as versatile, and you can't use it in as many different ways as you could. I don't know, just a standard uh, like sourdough, for example. You can use in in any. Yeah, you can use sourdough in all those. In, all in those fact, examples if we were ranking gave. sourdough, and we're not, I personally would probably put it above rice. So when that time, yeah, man, comes, that's you're gonna be anti-Semitic, and it's fine. But for hey, me, I live in San Francisco. It, I, I love rye bread so much, and I said it's my actual favorite smell. So like one of my five senses, the best thing that can be done to it is the smell of toasting rye bread, which you can't do without rye bread. It's a good smell. And you can't buy a perfume of it, right? No. Not yeah. as of yet. Maybe on the black market. So I'm ready to rank it if you are. I'm ready to try it. I'd like to know where you want to put it. I do like it quite a well, bit. Well, other foods on here are onions, so which are more versatile. Onions is at number five. I would put rye below onions for sure. I wouldn't put bread as a general cup. Yeah, you're right. There's carbs oh, and there's gluten. But that smell... Like this, okay, so here's the thing. There's a lot of things onions can't go on, too. You couldn't put onions on a peanut butter jelly sandwich. You're right. You there's a lot <laughs> of things waiting. you can't put onions on. But onions are just a different type of food than bread, and the expectations yeah, are different. True. So the next edible down is coffee, and I honestly like coffee more than rye bread. But I don't right. think you do. I'm sure you don't. Yeah, but I respect you, and, and we're both making this list. So coffee's uh, at number know, 12, right? And onions is at number 5. Uh, sort of dead between there would be like Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. Okay, think about rye bread. You know how I said Jessica Rabbit elicits a response from me? Yeah. So like rye bread does the same thing. In yeah. a way, she's kind of similar. But these are like subjective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to say that you feel the same way about these things as I do. In this example, I think I do. I like Jessica Rabbit quite a bit. They Maybe both Jessica this... Rabbit's more universal though, in a way. I think that there's a segment of the population who cares a lot less about Jessica Rabbit than we do. And that segment is not limited in the same way with rye bread. Oh, yeah. So, so, so you I, like, I would say let's put rye bread above Jessica Rabbit. I don't know if land, good. do you want to put it below land? Uh, I can take it or leave it. I'm a land lover to be yeah. sure, but I mean, if I had to be on a boat, I could. But if they give me rye bread to eat on the boat, I might get seasick. Uh, let's put it below. Let's below it land? Below at number. Land. I mean, you know what? Let's put it above land because I, I was thinking about what it would be like to be seasick. It would okay, be so uh, above land is nail clippers at number seven, which you have this phobia nail about nail clippers, are... clippers attacking your penis. Do you have any issues yeah, but involving uh, your rye penis? Rye is not going to attack my penis, okay. but I, I have phobias about if I drop the rye bread on the ground, right. do I eat it or not? And there's like stuff stuck to it, you know? So okay. I, I, any bad things can happen to anybody. Let's just put rye bread. Here. Okay, number eight then? Yeah. I feel like we're pulling things from my mind, but we, we need to put in more things that you like, Jake. No, we put in plenty of things that I like, and I don't want you to think I don't like rye bread. But the top of the list is something that I like more than you like. It's Prince. It's more something that I'm into than you're into. So I think we're... I don't dispute that it should be at the top of the list, because like I said, I really like Raspberry Beret. And most of these things uh, we like equally. You like Donald Duck more than me, but most of the things, I think that we've done a pretty good job of putting them where they belong. I mean, look, relationships are about trust. <laughs> so right, let's, let's, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Every Damn Thing. We hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, you can find the updated list of everything and our show notes at everydamthing.net. Our theme is by Jade Puget. If you have anything you'd like us to add to the list of everything, be a person, place, thing, concept, whatever, or if you just want to tell us what you think of the show, anything you agree or disagree with, or just want to say hi, send an email to list at everydamthing.net. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever you use to get your podcasts. It should be available there. And if you enjoyed the show, leave a review wherever it is or recommend us to a friend. And, uh, you know, yeah, that's, that's how the how podcast grows. That's how people know about us. That's how we get more entries uh, to the list of everything. So thanks for listening. And uh, what do we say to them, Phil? What do we say? I don't know. Keep on uh, every damning. Perfect. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.